This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Have I ever told you guys how much I hate Stony Brook? How much I absolutely loathe and despise Stony Brook? I hate everything about them. I hate everything about them. But nevertheless, LSU, with their first loss of this young baseball season, we will talk about it. I'm assuming there will be some panic from some Rudy Poos somewhere here in America. Uh, but this is the AYS postgame show. Uh, we do a lot of these for LSU baseball here on a Friday afternoon after the game. Um, we'll break all of it down. We'll also go around your SEC. I think it's it's big enough news with what's happened today uh, around the SEC that we will touch on this and we will talk on this uh, specifically in reference to Tennessee and Virginia winning their court case, getting the injunction passed, what it means for college football, what it means uh, in general. You know I, I, I am not the guy that want, that comes out here and says, Nanana Boo Boo told you so. Today is not going to be one of those days, though, because I, I got pushback from a lot of you on this case with Tennessee and Nico Iamayavea and the recruiting violation, the NIL violation. You are mad at me for talking about it so much. Well, here we are. You thought the Wild Wild West was crazy. Right now, it just got crazier. We'll talk about that after we talk about this LSU postgame. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, whip out your mobile devices 
If you want to play some bets this weekend, LSU basketball plays Mississippi State. You can bet on that as well. Use betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. At checkout, you'll receive a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts. Let's start off in the first couple of innings here. Uh, Thatcher Hurd comes out of the gate looking really good. Gets a fly out to, uh, or gets a ground ball to short. Gets his first two Ks of the game. uh, Striking out Santier and go forth. LSU comes to bat uh, in the first. They Milam strikes out. They get a, a big time fly out, though, from White. They get a pair of walks, and Jones goes down swinging on a check swing. But this is what we've talked about. So this is actually twice now that we've talked about this with Thatcher Hurd. He, he starts off really hot, looks really good for an inning. He turns right around, and he doesn't look great. Uh, in the second inning, he gets a single ground ball right back up the middle. He gives another, uh, gets another single line drive back up the middle. So back-to-back pitches, back-to-back singles that her- that Hurd gives up. He responds by getting a strikeout looking, but then this is where the wheels fell off for him in the second. He gets up a single a RBI single line drive into center, and then he gives up an RBI double into right field. So. That is where this game completely started for Hurd and where you're giving up the runs. Now, I will tell you, as we continue to talk about this, this is not why you lost the game. The second inning from Hurd is not why you lost the game. But I I think it's something that we continue need to, to be talking about here in reference to, look, he has a really good inning, then he has a bad inning. But he would get a fly out to Neal. He would get a strikeout, four strikeouts through two innings. Guys, he's got good stuff. I mean, he does. It's just when he's off, man. He's. It's not like – how do I want to explain this? When he's really on, Thatcher Hurt is really on. When he is off, there's no middle ground right now. There just isn't. LSU would respond, though. Okay, so Thatcher Hurts gets out of the inning there. You get a pair of singles, and Stony Brook scores two. But LSU responds right away. They get a wall from Pearson, an infield single by Bingham, even though I thought that should have been an error. Okay, a sack bunk from Bradswell. Kling was actually uh, awarded a double. Then they took it away. They gave him a sack fly RBI, but the other run scored because of the error in center field and that live drive in the center. Milam comes up, man, Uh, gets another, hits a ball really hard into center field when stops it and gets the out. And Tommy White hits a small dribbler back to the pitcher. Here comes Thatcher Hurd again. So you tie the game at two. So... Hurd gives up two runs. You respond. You you tie the game back. No harm, no foul at that given moment. Thatcher Hurd comes back, gets his fifth K of the game in the top of the third and the first at bat that he saw from Goforth. He gets Brown airing to fly out to center and then gets a fly out from Paulson into left. So one, two, three inning. This is where LSU at the play, where I thought today you just weren't good enough. 
guys, you got to be better at the plate. You got a lot of inexperience, okay? A lot of guys that have not seen a hell of a lot of at bats, and I understand that. But you go into the bottom of the third, Travinsky grounds out to third, Neil grounds out to first, and Jones strikes out on three pitches. Guys, in the bottom of the third, Sinek, uh, Sinek, the pitcher for Stony Brook, he threw nine pitches. Not competitive bats whatsoever. So you have one good inning from Hurd. So going into the top of the fourth, you have one good inning from Hurd, a really bad one. Going into the third, a really good inning. Here comes the fourth. Paulson singles back up the middle with a ground ball. Hurd responds with back-to-back strikeouts. Then he gives up two walks back-to-back. There's just no middle ground. No middle ground whatsoever with Hurd. He's got first-round, top-15 pick stuff, but then when the wheels fall off, the wheels fall off. He walks the bases, or he gets two walks. So the bases are loaded. Okay, so single and two walks in the inning. Then he walks in a run. Tie no longer. <laughs> I, I I just don't get it. But he does get a K at the end of the fourth to get out of that inning. So he strikes out the side for all three outs. But the only reason that Stony Brook w- was in in it there is he he legitimately allowed them to be in there. Now I do think that Thatcher was right. I I do think the guy behind the plate today. Guys, I got to be honest, I thought was ass. Uh, the zone was so small and so inconsistent. I, I can't blame Thatcher Hurd for one of those walks. The second walk that he had, Um, I, I, I mean, it is what it is. I, I mean, he, he, he probably should have had a strikeout. He didn't. It's a really, really good uh, at bat by Fox from Stony Brook, but he should have struck out. You should have been out of the inning. You shouldn't have given up a run. So LSU is down three to two in the bottom of the fourth. So back to back innings. This is what happens for your LSU Tigers. Travinsky grounds out. Neil uh, Neil grounds out. Jones strikes out. You go into the bottom of the fourth. Pearson strikes out. Bingham strikes out. Braswell strikes out. Four straight strikeouts. It's just not good enough, man. Like, today, it's just not good enough. Let me pause right here for station identification. It's early in the year. I am not freaking out. We're talking about one singular game. One singular game. But you want to know why you lost? Why you have your first loss of the year? That's it. That is the reasoning. There's no other reasoning. You can't have two innings where an offense that you think is supposed to be who they are. Guys, four straight strikeouts is abysmal. It's going to happen again. (laughs) I promise you, it's going to happen again. But that just can't happen. Oh, by the way, Thatcher Hearn comes in, gets a ground ball, gives a single open middle, but Herring comes in. And I thought Griffin Herring was amazing today, to be honest with you. Uh, Griffin Herring gets a 6-4-3 double play, gets you out of the inning. LSU, for what it's worth, couldn't get anything else going. No offense for the rest of the game. 
So you go to the fifth. You get an oppo single, but then you get a ground ball by Milam in a 6-4-3 double play. White gets a single, Travinsky Ks. Neal comes to the plate, single in the right field. You have a fly out on the warning track by Jones that should have been a home run. In April, that will be a home run. Bingham is hit by a pitch, but Braswell grounds out. You have runners on second and third. You could take the lead here. You're unable to because Braswell grounds out. You come up into the bottom of the seventh. Kling uh, gets hit. Uh, dart ball, he advances to second base, but you get a fly out to Mil- by Millam, a walk by White, but then you get Travinsky that grounds into a double play. So that is the third, gr- uh, third double play that LSU hits into on the day. Griffin Herring continue to deal look great um in the ninth you gave up a triple you 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 were able to get a good relay but herring the wheels came off in the eighth um you give up a a, a two more runs this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's there, and it, you're, not, you're unable to um, get out of the jam. Dutton gives up the two RBI double, and the rest is history. So that is your game, man. That is your game. Uh, just not good enough at the plate today. Um, there is a trend through the first couple of games that we need to talk about. Uh, you start off the season at the plate, hammering the baseball. Then you turn right around, you're not good. Then in your third game, you destroy the baseball, you get scored 27 runs, and then you followed up to end your first weekend series by struggling at the plate. Yesterday, you absolutely destroyed the baseball. Today, you couldn't you couldn't really get moving. Now, I do think the guy that started for Stony Brook, Samick, um, is really good. I, I think he's a guy that's going to be drafted within the first couple of rounds, two, three, uh, two or three rounds. He has a high draft ceiling. Guys, he was throwing 97 today. You saw a really good starting pitcher from Stony Brook. You saw their Friday night guy, and he is really good, and he beat you. He beat you. Can Stony Brook get in the tournament? Who knows? But, it, look, that's a team that that I don't think is as bad as some people think that they are. Now, you're going to play him again on Sunday. You, you cannot lose to him again. I don't think that you will, but you can. You got to hope their bullpen um, is not as good, but – they use two guys today. Paulson, the DH, comes in, the little lefty. Guys, gives up nothing. Paulson came into the game in the sixth. Sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. Didn't give up a damn thing. Not a damn thing. He locked you down. The, the lefty locked you down. It's actually the second time that a lefty has come into the game and you have had more than nine at-bats. And you did not score a run. So something that we we need to monitor there too. Um, thought from the performance overall, I thought Griffin Herring was the performance of the day for me. Uh, coming into the spot that he did, he's got a runner on first and he gets a 6-4-3 double play. 
He comes into the sixth. He goes one, two, three. He comes into the seventh. He goes one, two, three. And then the eighth, he started to uh, tire a little bit and get some guys on. And then Dutton gives up the RBI double, which was probably the backbreaker there uh, in the eighth. Not freaking out. Not going to freak out. You got a lot of, a lot of young guys here. Uh, I still think you got a lot of talent, but you got a long way to go. You got a long way to go. So I, I'm interested to see what you guys think here. Um, so you have thoughts, questions, concerns, put them inside the Rudy Crew chat, uh, and we will get to uh, as many of them as we can. Uh, Cortland Jacobs says, baseball ends the streak. Never would have thought. Yeah. Ole Miss is trailing four to nothing in the fourth to high point, says Elwin. Yeah. Um, they are they are not um they are not in a good place. I don't Gasly Gamer, I don't know what your the first word, but he says three team uh or number three team in the country loses the team that's one and four with our ace pitch and can't defend that. We ain't got it. I, I'm not gonna I Gasly Gamer, I, I can't go there. Um I, I'm not going to go there, man, because you had Wake Forest lose a midweek game. They're the number one team in the country. I, I'm not. I, I'm not panicking. At like not even remotely panicking. I don't think you can panic. I don't know. I I, I, I can't go there with you. I, I can't. I can't go there with you. I, I mean, guys, you lost a game. Now, if it continues to happen, sure, we can talk about it. I don't think that it will. I don't think that it will, but it's something that we, we will need to discuss. I, I, will, I will confidently say this, and I think that, you know, I, I've been here for a while now. I'm going to continue to be here. Um, I just don't – I would not throw hard on Fridays. There's no way – for me right now that I see Thatcher Hurd throwing on Fridays in a, in, game, in a game one scenario. He's not your Friday night guy. Does he have the stuff to, to be it? Yeah. He, I mean, you can't tell me a guy in Thatcher Hurd that had eight Ks through four innings. Guys, eight strikeouts through four innings. I mean, his stuff is there. It's just when he, when he loses it, he really loses it. It's there is there's never been a there's not a middle ground. Got to let him work work it out. It is what it is. But I just he just would not be my Friday night guy. You're gonna see your Friday night guy tomorrow in Luke Holman. <laughs> You're gonna see your Friday night guy in Luke Holman. So yeah, uh, Elwin says Stony Brook clapped him cheeks as you say. Uh, I wouldn't say they clapped him cheeks, but, you know. Uh, Jamie says, what it L? He'll pick it up, give him a couple of weeks. I don't disagree with that. He's just not your Friday night guy. Delton says, embarrassing loss. Don't want to hear that's baseball. There's no excuse. Um, I mean, you can be mad. I mean, we can be mad at it. I mean, Look, it is a bad loss. It's not. It's not a good loss. I mean, it's not a. Uh, it's not a good loss. Like it's not like you faced a 
non-conference top 25, top 30 team. Stony Brook, who again, I think threw a really good, uh, really good guy today. I thought Samek, uh, and I'm sure I'm butchering his name. I, I mean, guys, anytime you have a dude throwing 97, 98 miles an hour with the off-speed stuff that he has, it, it, it's going to be challenging. And that's probably the first time they've seen that in a little while. And, it, it, I mean, it is what it is. I, I do think um, one thing I will say is I don't want to say Jay conceded anything, right? But bringing in hearing – Okay, and then you're only down a run. And in that scenario, to bring in Dutton, I thought, Jay, I don't, look, he's going to continue to go to Dutton. But if you wanted to keep that a one-run game, you don't bring in Dutton because historically, he is going to get hit. He's going to draw, he's going to give up walks. So, I, I mean, it is what it is there. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination, I don't think Jay. <laughs> did that on purpose whatsoever. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But if there's not another guy, you know, that you can go to here, then I I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Clyde says, thoughts on small ball with runners on first and second and no out back-to-back innings. Um, So what you're saying, what you're talking about here, I'm assuming, is when Braswell laid down the bunt, correct me if I'm wrong here, Clyde, but Braswell did lay down the sack bunt in the second. So you get the walk. You get the infield single, which should, which should have been an error by Bingham. You play a little small ball. You get the bunt down. Um, I, mean, I mean, I don't mind it because you're trying to generate a run. You're trying to generate some type of offense. You got runners on first and second. Cling, which should have been or was an error. Um Gets the sack fly, you get two runs because of the air in center field with the ball popping out of his glove. Um, I, I don't mind it. When was the other time? When was the other time, Clyde? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, he says in the later innings, uh, what am I missing here? I mean, they didn't play any small ball after that, did they? Clyde, correct me if I'm wrong here. <laughs> Static Shadow 78 says it's Jordan Thompson's fault. Boy, wouldn't it? Boy, man. Remember last year in these postgame shows when um, – Remember in these postgame shows, everybody would come, a lot of people would come in here and blame Jordan Thompson. You give up nine runs and it's Jordan Thompson's fault. Uh, Luke says he looked good other than that hit, Blake. Um, are you talking about Hurd? If you're talking about Hurd, I, I mean, oh, you're talking about Dutton, the double. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look bad. I mean, he got two strikeouts. He comes into 
uh, the ninth. He gives up a single. I, I actually, um, Luke, I'm going to disagree with you there. In the top, so he gets two strikeouts. I'm with you there. He does give up a two RBI double, but he gives up a single and a triple. The reason he doesn't give up another run is because Pearson throws it into Milam. Milam throws an absolute frozen rope, okay, on the relay to get the player out of, uh, get the guy out of the plate in a nine-four-two. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree with you there on the, on, on that one. I, I, I don't agree. Dutton did not look good there. I mean, yes, did he get two strikeouts, but he faced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He faced seven guys and gave up three hits. Two of them uh, um, extra base hits. So, no, I, 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 I don't agree there. Uh, Cortland said, after you hit into multiple double plays and struggled to string hits together, because you didn't have guys on base. Let's walk through it, okay? Think about let's let's walk through this. In the bottom of the third, you went one, two, three. In the bottom of the fourth, you struck out all three times. Pearson, Bingham, and Braswell all struck out. Uh, in the fifth, Kling hit an oppo single. Okay, Milam first pitch, which exactly is exactly what he did in the ninth. He hits into a six four three double play. White singles Travinsky K. So are you gonna? I mean. Maybe you bunt Milam there to get Kling the second with White coming up. Um, you could have maybe done that to tie it, possibly. Possibly. I'll concede you with you on that. Maybe. Let Milam bunt there. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's tough. You're trying to get the kid in that bat, especially a young kid. Uh, bottom of the six, Neil singles in the right field. Uh, Jones, who's not going to bunt, was the almost home run at the warning track. Uh, Pearson, who hit two home runs yesterday, lined out to center field. Ball came off the bat at 112 miles an hour, by the way. Or 111 miles an hour off the bat, by the way. Bingham got hit by a pitch. So runners on first and second, and Braswell grounds out. Yeah. Um, Clean. Gets a hit in the seventh. He advances to second on the dirt ball. Maybe you could have gone Milam again um, with a bunt situation, but he gets. But see, the thing, the problem with that one is, is he advanced anyway because Milam hits a line drive in left center field and Kling advanced to third anyway. White comes up, gets the walk, and then Travinsky hits into another double play. I mean, small ball with whom? I mean, the only time that you could say that you you could play small ball here would be in the bottom of the fifth. Because in the eighth and the ninth, I mean, clearly, I mean, you got Neal strikes out, Jones grounds out to short, and Pearson flies out. So there would really be only one other opportunity. It still doesn't stop you getting beat five to two. Uh, and, And Claude, I'm just... Don't take it the wrong way or anything like that. Guys, if you come in here, we're just having a conversation. If it sounds like, you know, we're just having a conversation. I just, uh, maybe other other than one spot, I, I, I don't know. 
Uh, S. Young on YouTube says, scheduling Stony Brook in February with the wind blowing in was a mistake. We should have had two or three home runs in this game if it was in April or May. I don't know. Stony Brook coming down that far for a midweek probably just isn't going to happen. And let me let me ask you this question. If it's now or later, I, I mean, I don't th- I don't think that that's you know, Jay's scheduling. I don't think ske- Jay's scheduling is the problem. You didn't hit. They did. What's what was their excuse? What's their excuse? I mean, you hitting the three ground ball double plays. What's they didn't? They hitting the one. I I got to be honest, man. That's no, man. BS. You got to you got to be able to live without hitting the long ball. You got to be able to live to string together a couple of line drive hits, a couple of hits here. You know what made last year's team so good? Let's go back. I'm going to pick a random ass game in the very beginning of all of this. Let's pick a random ass game. What about game three of the College World Series? Beloso hit by pitch. Cruz, right field morning track. K and a K. The second inning. Oh, the second inning. Dugas walks. Joe Bear singles in the left field. Thompson singles in the left field. Pearson, fielder's choice, run scores. Malazzo walks. RBI hit by pitch by Beloso. Cruz walks RBI. White, RBI single. A sack fly RBI by Morgan. Single by Joe Bear. Thompson grounds out. So you hit one, two, three, four, five singles in one inning for on a national championship team. You cannot, you cannot live by the sword, die by the sword. Last year's team didn't do that. They went out there and would just massive single, 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 single. Hit a couple extra base hits. That's how they won. They did yeah, they hit a shitload of home runs. Cruz. Uh, 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 Tra- uh, Joe Bear, Travinsky had double digits. Uh, Cruz, I- I'm with you. But that team won specifically being the great hitting team that they were because they will come up there and single your ass to death. Death by a thousand cuts. Guys, we're talking about game three of the College World Series here, and they're laying the smack down on that candy ass by hitting singles. If you smell what the rock is cooking, they're laying the smack it down on that candy ass. Hell no. Hell no. Uh, Adam says it was it's crazy we had bad offense of outing last weekend too against an average awkward pitcher. Yeah. Paulson came into the six, what was it, the six? Yeah, their DH. Shut your ass out. Danny says it was not scheduling or the wind or the umps or anything other than they hit better than us today. It's baseball. You will lose some. But I did think he should have pulled hurt earlier, in my opinion. Um. All right, let's talk about that. Danny, is there specifically a place you would have pulled him? Um, let's see here. 
The second, he gives up two runs. And the third, he gets one, two, three. And the fourth, let me get you out of the fourth, he gives up a run there, but he walks three. Top of the fourth, he gives up a single right back up the middle, ground ball right back up the middle. Here's the crazy thing. He gets uh, Maselli uh, and Taylor to strike out. Then he gives up two walks. Actually, pause. He gives up three back-to-back-to-back walks, one of those being an RBI walk by Santer. Go for it, strikes out. I mean, then he comes in the fifth, one, two, three. Oh, Heron came in for Paulson. So he gets one, two, or one. The problem with give, uh, Curtis says after the forehead inning, the forehead inning, he gave up an infield single. No, that's not it. He gave up single, single, K, RBI single, RBI double, walk, fly out, K. The problem with that, though, man, I mean, he came back in the third and struck out, the, um, damn near struck out the side. He gets his fifth K through three, uh, two and one thirds innings. I don't know. Landon Benoit says, my real and only concern at this point is the walks. We gave up, but it's still early, and it was just in, it was just one game. Yeah, it's just one game, but to your point, Curtis, it's not just one game because you gave up a crap load of walks last week, and you got bailed out by your staff, who also gave up the walks, clearly. You got bailed out because they struck a lot of dudes out. It's a concern, man. It's a concern. The walk- This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are massive concern. Thatcher needs Paul Skeens' glove back. I agree with that. Um, Young says, "Where's the vaunted deep pitching staff when you only we only threw two pitchers? It's a four-game weekend series. I mean, guys, you still got two more. I mean, I don't really think. I mean." Yeah, you gave up five runs. It's not great, not good. Um, I thought. I mean, I think the staff. I don't think the staff has been bad at all. Really bad. Um, today was not flawless, but you got to be able to have these games where your offense can bail you out too. I mean, they did on they did on opening day. You gave up eight. You scored eleven. I mean. I think their staff's pretty deep, Pauls, but I, I I I do think that they're pretty deep. Thought Herring looked really good. I thought Herring looked really good. He comes into the uh, the top of the fifth, gets a six four three double play. He comes into the top of the six, he gets two ground balls in a K. He comes into the seventh, he gets a f- two flyouts and a ground ball to short. 
Um, then he gives up his first hit um, in the infield single. He gives up a single up the middle. So you got runners on first and second. Uh, he gives up a walk. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Back up. He has runners on first and second. Then he gets the drop from Tommy White. So Neil throws to second, and they get the runner uh, get the runner into a pickle situation. And Tommy White drops the ball third. Then he gives up a walk, and then Dutton comes in. Yeah. Uh, Lonnie Young Jr. says it's baseball. Relax. <laughs> R E L A X. I agree. I agree. Curtis Lambeer says, 56-game season, not going to win them all. Very true. Ross says, I need to see some more hustle out of Tommy Three Chains. <laughs> um, Cortland Jacobs says, you have the talent to average more than five runs on the season, especially that it's non-conference teams. Dwayne said, Jay saw that we weren't going to score anymore and said, what the hell? Maybe. Wouldn't be the first time Jay did it. I mean, he did it against South Carolina game one last year, too. Skeens got out of the game, you know. I know one thing. Uh, let me just say this. In no way in hell am I bringing Stony Brook back to Baton Rouge ever again. They got they got your number, dude. Stony Brook's got our number. They got our number. Um, and I don't think that Samik um or Samink, Samink, uh, the pitcher for Stony Brook, I don't think he was bad at all. I thought he I mean, he's got some high quality stuff, and I agree with Brian here. Uh he said Ed, uh Samink had for Stony Brook has SEC level pitch or stuff. He's a great baseball player. I agree. I agree. Curtis Lambert says we still got an undefeated softball team. Man, I thought they were going to lose last night against Boise State. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. I thought they were going to lose. Uh, LSU 0 for 5 with runner in scoring position. Hit into two double plays. The top of the order was 2 of 14 today. You can't go 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. You cannot. You cannot have the top of your order going 2 for 15. And, that, and White got a hit. Did he get both hits? Did Tommy Tanks get both of those hits? I think he might have. Let's see. Yeah, I think he got both of your hits. Fly out, single. Yeah. Tommy White got both of your hits in the top of the order. That can't happen. <laughs> that can't happen. That, that That's a killer. Uh, Curtis says five walks to start the season is crazy uh, for my cardiac health. Or five walk-offs to start the season is bad, bad for my for my health. I agree. 
I agree. What's that three in a row? In that three in a row? Not good, man. Not good. All right. LSU will regroup tomorrow. They'll be back back out there. It is what it is. Sucks. You hate it. You don't want to see it happen. It does. Oh well. I I I guess we have to get over it. Um and go from there. Man, I mean it, it just it, it it is what it is at this point. You lost to a guy who was throwing some really good stuff and a really good starting pitcher, and then you had a lefty come in and shut you out. I, I mean, the the, the 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 golly, it it's way too early. The the thing that I don't like it right now. Let me tell you, my, if there is one thing that I have a I, I have a concern with, here's my only concern, and it's not even. Let, let's change the wording on that. Here's the biggest thing that I'm watching right now for LSU baseball is the inconsistency game to games at the plate. That's it. I mean, one day you look like the 2023 LSU Tigers, then maybe not that good. But then you turn around, you're not you're not consistent. You're not you're not turning over really good performances and really good at bats from one game to the next. You're you're just not. I, I mean, especially when you're hitting into ground ball double plays twice on the first pitch that you see, like Stephen Milam comes up in the bottom of the ninth. You got a runner on. Okay, you cannot. Like you cannot. On the first pitch fastball, you see hitting to a little dribbler. I, I'm pretty sure he went over five today. <laughs> um, S. Young says, got to be able to play some small ball early in the season. Well, they, yeah, they did that. Uh, our good man, the Louisiana living, Tyler Alexander, our good, uh, uh, our favorite real estate agent here, says, for the first time, we've seen some quality pitching all year. Next weekend, we will see, we will see if this was a fluke. Very true. Very true. Very true. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, he's dead on accurate. So, yeah. All right, I do need to talk about this because we're going to call it a little bit uh, early uh, here on this uh, postgame show. I do need to talk about this Tennessee thing and the court case very quickly, so bear with me. Got to get the clippable stuff in here. Today, it was... Uh, announced or just happened in court, but it was announced. Tennessee and Virginia have won their court case today, giving them the temporary restraining order against the NCAA that in the states of Virginia and Tennessee, the NCAA cannot investigate in antitrust and NIL uh, regulations or any violations. Guys, I have been harping on this for multiple weeks. Since the announcement came out that Tennessee was going to be suing the NCAA behind Nico Iamaiavea and the not anything that the NCAA has done. So, 
other than them investigating Tennessee's quarterback about a potential NIL violation, the NCAA technically hasn't done anything to Tennessee yet on this case. See, here's the biggest problem that I have in all of this is everybody on social media, people that cover this sport, everybody seems to want to take Tennessee stock. Everybody hates the NCAA. I don't like the NCAA, but for once, just for once, I do believe that the NCAA in this instance, in this case, has the right to investigate Tennessee. I think it was a horrible court ruling today. And I don't know the judge, never met the judge, don't know the judge, don't know how fair it is. But when you go into a Tennessee court, something regarding Tennessee, how do you think that that's going to go? If you think that college football is the... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wild, wild west right now with NIL, the transfer portal, all of it. It's about to get crazier because what just happened today was an enforcement that the NCAA can't even investigate NIL violations. So what do you think that every recruiting office, what do you think every school right now is saying to themselves, every head coach, that a booster can call a high-profile recruit, get them on a plane, which is what Nico Nico Iamayavea did, He gets on a play with the Spire group. He flies to Knoxville. They give him an NIL package. They fly him back to California where he's from, and it's no harm, no foul. Meanwhile, the booster was on the plane. But nobody, nobody in their mama thinks that it's a – oh, Tennessee, yeah, heck yeah, go after him, Tennessee, in the NCAA. I'm with you on the NCAA and everything that they do. Most of it. Pretty much all of it. But for the first time, I have to sit here and say to myself, okay, I have to say to myself, this is not okay. Has anybody in in, in the chat right now, have you seen the movie The Purge? In the movie The Purge, it's like a 24-hour window where there's no police, right? No law enforcement, no police. And you know how the movie The Purge goes, all kinds of chaos and anarchy happens. That's what's happening right now with the NCAA, not being able to, at, at, at minimum, investigate NIL violations. By the way, Nico Iamayavea being on a plane with a booster of the Spire Group is not just an NIL violation. It legitimately is a recruiting violation. You can call it whatever you want. Say whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, that is not NIL. That is not name, image, and likeness. That's not how it was intended. 
There has to be recruiting guy violations. There has to be rules and enforcement of rules. You, you, so many of you complained about NIL. So many of you complain about how the sport is going. But yet, when something that actually should be investigated, something that actually was a pay-for-play, we are going to pay you to come here. Oh, let's go, Tennessee. Sue the NCAA. Put the nail in their coffin. Let's go, Tennessee. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. You kid the NCAA. Good for you. Good for you. It's a problem. It's a massive, massive, massive problem when you can't, you have no enforcement. Who do you think is going to enforce anything? Greg Sankey? Tony Batiti? Kalitnikov of the Big 12? You think they're going to investigate their schools for recruiting violations? And by the way, LSU fans, just want to throw this out there to you. You cannot compete with Texas. Money for money, you cannot compete. You you just can't. You mean to tell me that people in Texas aren't saying the same thing? That they're not looking at what's happening at Tennessee? Uh, hey, a booster now can talk to any high school. So this was the ruling, by the way. Any booster now in the state of Tennessee and Virginia can talk with high school recruits about NIL and basically pay them in a pay pay-for-play system. And everybody just seems like that's okay. I want kids, and this has been my stance for so long. I still think of them as kids. I want college football players to be paid. That's not what I'm saying. But I want you to go about it the right way. I don't want you to be able to go out there and, and legally drop mad bag, uh, stupid amounts of cash to a kid to go to a place because everybody will do it and it'll be total anarchy. It is already total anarchy to some extent. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. We're getting out of here. I got to go cook on the griddle. We'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.